Hi, welcome to the Spiritually Minded Mom Podcast, where every mom can find hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. You'll hear interviews with all kinds of moms who are learning how to navigate motherhood. Most of all, you'll learn that you have a partner in motherhood, a loving Heavenly Father who wants you to succeed and is always there to help you in your most important work as a mother. And now, here's your host, my mom, Dara Trendler. Welcome to episode 13 of the Spiritually Minded Mom podcast. I am so glad that you're here today. I took a week off last week because I was doing a challenge on my Instagram account called Five Ways to Become a More Spiritually Minded Mom. I had so much fun doing it. I had made so many connections with so many people and it was really great. So if you're not familiar with the challenge, basically it's just five things that you can do to develop improve your relationship with God and to become closer to him. And we focused on a different one of these ways each day. There is a free downloadable workbook that you can get uh, that goes along with the challenge. And you can find the link to that in the show notes to this episode, or you can also find the link in my profile on Instagram. There's also a video that goes along with each day, and that is in the highlights of my Instagram account. So you can find that there. Uh, But I was really grateful to be able to focus on the challenge last week. I didn't do a podcast episode because I was focused on that. And I loved all the feedback that I got and the interaction from so many of you and was really grateful to take the time myself to be able to think more about my relationship with God. And I learned so much. So I just wanted to thank all of you that participated. If you didn't participate, but you would like to, uh, this is not something that you have to do you know, during the week that I did the challenge, you can do it anytime. So like I said, you can find the downloadable workbook um, in the show notes here, or you can find it on my Instagram profile and download the workbook and, and then you can go through it. And basically it's a way for you to figure out how you communicate with God, how you feel his spirit and how you can act on the promptings that you feel from him. And it's not, I've said it many times, it's not a one size fits all. It's not an approach where if you do these things, it's a, here's a checklist. And if you do these things, you're going to have a relationship with God. It's just a way for you to explore how you communicate with him. Because if there's one thing that I'm learning from doing this podcast, it's that we're all different. We all have a different way to get to our heavenly father and to have a relationship with him. And it's just a matter of not comparing ourselves or our journeys to anyone else but to figuring out how it all works for us. So thank you to all of, all of you that participated. And I hope that if you are still, if you would like to, that you would go and download the workbook and participate and, and feel free to let me know how it goes. I, I would love to be able to hear from you and be able to share in that experience with you. So thank you so much. All right. So today's interview is a very special one for me. It is with Misty Trindler. And if you recognize the last name, we have the same last name. That is because she is my sister-in-law. We are married to brothers and Misty is a very important person in my life. And I have to say that I was a little nervous to do this interview just because she's someone that I know well. I know her mother's story well, and it's a very personal story for her. She's had a lot of trials in motherhood and a lot of happy times too. And I've seen, been there for most of it, seen most of it. And um, I'm a little nervous because I just want to make sure I get the, her story right and tell it in a way that will help someone else. And I'm really grateful that she would come on today. So here is my interview with my sister-in-law, Misty Trendler. So welcome to the podcast, Misty. Thanks. 
Okay, so let's just dive in and talk about what you love about being a mom. I love being a mom because I love to be called mom. I know that sounds weird, but I've always wanted to be a mom my whole life. And so to have that name mom means a ton to me. It means that I've been trusted to take care of these kids and raise them and help them um, learn and grow and have trials and go through them with them and and be on the same page with them and just just be there for them. So I love I love to be called mom. I love that name, the mom. Oh, that's so great. So you you kind of mentioned that you'd always wanted to be a mom. And so I know that you grew up just thinking that that was your life's goal. You just wanted to be a mom. So how has motherhood been different than you thought it would be before you became a mom? Well, when I was young, like you said, I just wanted to be a mom my whole life. I, when anybody asked what you want to be when you grow up, I said I want to be a mom. And I went even to the extent of making my own kids scrapbooks. I knew everybody's <laughs> names. <laughs> and... I mean, they were really cute, and I made scrap ma- na- uh, books and put their okay, names in Okay, did them. you, like, cut pictures out of a catalog? Absolutely. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> and one of my kids' names was Chelsea, and I love the name Chelsea. And okay, funny, because I, I didn't name a child Chelsea. I was going to say, you have no children named Chelsea. <laughs> no, but I love that name, and I, I made scrapbooks for my children that I was going to have one day. And um, that's all I wanted to do was be a mom and raise my kids and have a big family. I came from a big family and I wanted a big family and that's what I was hoping for. And, um, that is, unfortunately, that's not the way that, that it all happened for me when I, when I decided to start having a family. It wasn't that everything was just like how I had mapped it out. Right. Right. So you've had, you've had a lot of ups and downs with your story with motherhood and do you, would you mind sharing that with us just a little bit about that? Sure. So I got married, and a year later we decided to have children, and it was hard for us to have kids at first. And then I got pregnant, and um, I, I'm one that gets very sick and hooked up to IVs and in the hospital for a lot. And I went to go find out if I was having a boy or girl at the time that you go for an ultrasound, and I found out that there was something wrong with the baby. And we went week to week with high-risk doctors and trying to, to see what was going on. And um, at about 36 weeks, we ended up um, losing our first baby as she was stillborn. And I ended up delivering her. And through that delivery, we had lots of complications where I had stopped breathing. And I had a double transfusion. And it was very, they were worried that I was going to pass away and, and we had already known that the baby had passed away and, and, um, just lots of different complications. And then after that happened, I still wanted kids. So I tried again and I, I got pregnant again and ended up having a, um, finding out that I was pregnant. And a month later, my mom passed away, um, with batter, the battle with cancer, um, that she had been faced with all throughout her life. And a few months later, well, not a few months, a while later, I had my, my firstborn, and that was good. And a couple years later, I decided to get pregnant again. 
And I did. And I went in to go find out, um, you know, everything looked healthy and stuff. And we found out that it had the cyst on the back of the neck again, like our first baby had had. And um, we just went week to week. And at that point, they had said that we probably need to abort the baby. And um, ended up that that baby ended up dying. Um, and then I got pregnant again, and I lost that baby a little bit later due to placenta abruption. So we ended up going the adoption route, and we adopted two children, and and you know been very blessed that way. And then um, just this last year, my son, who is older, was in a serious ATV accident and has had a lot of medical things that we've been going through and trying to save his foot so it wouldn't get amputated. So my life as being a mom was not the same picture that I had thought growing up with all my scrapbooks. It's been a lot of ups and downs and a lot of losses and, but a lot of miracles also that have come my way. Yes, it's definitely, when we say ups and downs, you've been through the highest highs and the lowest lows. I think I think we could say that about your motherhood journey. So, Misty, I would love to go back and talk a little bit about your third pregnancy. So, just to recap, your first baby was stillborn with with this problem with a cyst on the neck, and then you had a healthy baby. And then your third pregnancy, you find out um, while you're still pregnant that this baby has the same issues that your first baby had. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about what happened when they found, when they found out, you know, what, what was the prognosis, the outlook for you at that point? Yeah. So our, our, after they had our, my first baby, we, um, a lot, all the chromosomes were fine. And so they didn't know what was going on. So we had a geneticist come in and look over the baby and they found out that it was gene related. And they told us that having children, 25% would be that something could go wrong and 75% that it would be okay. Mm -hmm. And so we had figured, well, we've already had the 25%, so we should be okay. Right. And so we ended up getting pregnant again. And when I went in, the cyst was on the back of the neck and I was devastated. I, I knew the outcome. I knew that it was a lethal form of this syndrome and that the baby would not live from it due to what had already happened in our first pregnancy. I, I knew that my life was threatened with that and that I had now a child to, to take care of at home. And I was, I was concerned about all of that. And of course, I wanted to have more children. That's what was my goal my whole life. And the biggest thing that, that scared me is when we went in, they had said that we probably needed to abort and go, we needed to go to Planned Parenthood and abort this baby. And I knew that's something I couldn't do. And so um, my husband and I just put it to prayer and thought we have to turn to our Heavenly Father and, and, if, and it's going to be His will, not our will. And I, I can't abort it. I can't do anything like that. And But I just needed to rely on my Heavenly Father. And so we ended up just putting faith in Him. And a week later that baby had passed away. So how did you feel at that point? Um, you know, you've gone through this roller coaster of emotions, them telling you that you should abort, you knew that you couldn't do that. How did you feel when that when that baby did pass away? 
I know this is going to sound really weird, but I was relieved. I was grateful. I was happy in a way mm-hmm. that one, I didn't have to make the choice to, to abort the baby and that my health was, was better and that I could get better and that my, that I could raise my kid that I had already here. Yeah. And and I was grateful for answered prayers and that we could rely on our Heavenly Father and that He knew me and knew my will and knew what I needed to be done. It, it really sounds like he, you knew that He was watching over you. Um, that Absolutely. He, he was taking care of you and you could leave it in His hands and not have to make that decision yourself. Absolutely. I don't know that I could have lived with having to make that decision. You know, that they said that would be the best route. I still, I just couldn't do it. Um, knowing that I had done that. And so I was so grateful that we could rely on our Heavenly Father to help us and listen to Him. You know, and I think you're you're a great example to me of of relying on Heavenly Father. You know, you could have preserved your own life or, you know, said, I'm not going to take any risk because I have this other child to raise. And yet you just had total faith and you turned it over to him and let him take care of it. Thanks. I, I think I think that is remarkable. I think that is a very difficult thing to do. But you showed so much faith. Another thing that I wanted to ask you about, you mentioned that you adopted two children and that's probably one of the up part of, parts of your of your story. Uh, these three children that are just fantastic. And certainly it wasn't without the trials, but, but you have these three kids. But also there was some parts of adoption that were really hard for you that didn't go as planned. So would you tell us about that? So our, so after I had my fourth baby, which was a miscarriage, I knew now we've only had one child here on earth and three have gone back. And I still, like I said, I I still needed to fill all my scrapbooks that I had ready. (laughs) And so I needed more children. And I, you know, obviously couldn't do it through me. My, I just wasn't, I wasn't a good pregnant person. And so we ended up deciding to adopt. And that was a really hard decision. Um, You know, I mean, there's a lot involved in adoption. It's a very physical and very emotional roller coaster. And so I wanted to make sure that we were both prepared with everything that we had already gone through, that we were okay to do that. And so we ended up doing that, and um, we got our first baby, and things were good. He had a lot of health problems and still, you know, goes through a lot. But I'm so grateful that we, that Heavenly Father knew that he was supposed to come to our house because we've been able to grow and help him become the person he is today from that. And then we ended up getting wanting to adopt again, and we were chosen we went to the hospital to meet the baby and, and she had asked us to bring our children along and we did. And the next day when we went to go pick up the baby, the birth mother had, had left the hospital with the baby and I was devastated. I was sad. I was, I felt alone. I was hurt. How did you feel towards God at that point? To be honest, I was so angry at him and I, I, I was like, is there a God? I, I couldn't imagine somebody could really allow that to happen, you know, knowing that we've gone through so much and then taking that from us again and, and also bringing my children involved with it. 
it was, it was hard. It was really, really hard. And I was angry and I didn't want to go to church. And I said, I told my husband, I'm, I'm done. You know, I can't, I don't even, I don't believe there's a God. There's mm-hmm. no way. And that lasted, you know, maybe a day or two. And I knew, I knew without a doubt that there's a God and that he loves me. But at that point, I was really angry. So how did you work through those feelings of anger, even though, you know, you know, there's a God, but you're feeling so rejected and, and at such a loss. How did you work through that? Well, um, shortly after we were chosen again for another family and the weekend came and went and we found out that they had chosen another family instead of us. And, and again, I was devastated. I wasn't as connected with that adoption, you know, or that process, Mm -hmm. but but it still was, here it goes again. And um, not but a week later, we got a phone call that there was a baby that was born in, in preemie. And they knew that that's where this family was, this, that we were the family that this baby needed. Anyway, we ended up adopting this, this child. I know without a doubt that my Heavenly Father loves me. Because looking back at it, I had never planned for children, like getting nurseries ready or buying anything because I had lost so many children. Mm-hmm. So I never, I never had a room ready. I never did anything. But with this particular baby, um, I had, because I knew, you know, this first baby that, that we were supposed to have, I had gotten everything ready. And, and so I think that was why I was angry, too, because I had never gotten anything ready, you know, and I yeah. had the whole nursery and everything prepared for this, this little girl to come home. But looking back at it, I, I know without a doubt that this child that was born was supposed to come to our house and that we were planned and ready for her and had everything ready because she was preemie and we wouldn't be able to get out and do all the things that we had to, you know, to get her prepared. And it was Heavenly Father's way of preparing us to be prepared for the little girl that was supposed to come to our home. Right. So it's really hard in the moment. You prepare for this baby, then it didn't work out. But yet, not long after that, this little preemie baby needs a home, and you were totally ready for her. And I couldn't imagine, I mean, you know, she's your niece, so I couldn't imagine our family not with the two kids that we have today, that they were meant to be in our home. Right. And... I'm grateful for that. Yeah, whether they were born to you or adopted, it really doesn't matter. They are right. your kids, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want, I I see, you know, these, you've had so many other experiences that we could talk about with motherhood, but these two experiences, you know, they kind of show the whole gamut of, of a relationship with God. I mean, you you showed total and utter faith to not abort your baby and to carry that baby and just to leave it in the Lord's hands and to leave it into his timing. And then yet, then you felt him, you know, and you felt like that everything worked out. And then, but then you felt in another situation where a baby was taken from you and you, you know, it was hard to understand and and you were angry at God. And I think your story just illustrates that we don't always have one consistent, you know, our relationship is just not totally consistent we ebb and we flow. We go up and we down and down. And that is okay. We can work through those things. So what what would you say to someone who's 
going through something similar to anything that you've gone through, what would you tell them? I would honestly say have trust in your Heavenly Father. And sometimes the picture that we that we portray and that we want or the things that we think are going to happen in life are not necessarily what is meant to be our path. And we have to have trust and we have to be positive. And it's okay to have bad days and it's okay to to feel alone or sad or angry, but to not dwell on that and to make sure that you, that you turn it around in a positive way that, that there are blessings to come on every trial that we have. Oh, that is, that is such a good point. Definitely. Because I mean, your story, there are good things that have come from the difficult things that you've gone through. So, so what are some of the good things in your life now because you've faced all these trials in motherhood? Well, there's a lot. I mean, like I said, I lost my mom when I was only 25 years old. And I look at that and I think I'm so grateful to be here for my children right now mm-hmm. and to be a mom and to get that relationship and grow because you never know how long you'll be here, one. right, And two, I am so grateful for the path that it led for me for my children, that if I would have had the plan of what I wanted and what I thought was supposed to happen, I would never have the family that I have today. And I'm grateful that I have those two kids that were adopted and a, and a son here, that I'm able to be called mom and, and be their mom and be there for them from when they were little to now that they're older and have that relationship with my children. Lots of good things in your life. And, you know, we, we all go through things. Everybody has their own trials, their own issues. Um, and your story just illustrates so well that, that we, can, we can turn it into something good when we trust in God. And I love your advice to, to someone else who is struggling in any way with motherhood, whether you already have children and you're struggling or you're not able to have children and you're struggling um, I love what you say about trust, just trusting in him and his timing and that it will, it will all work out. And there, there will be, there will be good things. Um, there will be miracles. You, you have seen miracles in your life. Absolutely. Just be grateful for what you have and where you are, because it's going to make you the person that you will become. If that makes sense. Like, right. even though all these trials and all these things that everybody's faced through or what we're through, I, I wouldn't be the person I am today without what I've been through. And I couldn't be compassionate. I wouldn't be as compassionate to say maybe somebody in the same situation that I've been through mm-hmm. if I haven't already been through it. And, and I'm grateful for those people that were around for me, my family and, and my friends and, you know, people that I didn't know that had had, had serious, similar experiences that helped me through the trials that I, that I've had. Yeah. That, that's something that I've actually been thinking a lot about, you know, how, how do we help those around us who are going through these just, you know, unimaginable, so, so hard things? Um, you know, how do we help them? What, what would you say to someone who wanted to help someone in your situation? You know, how, how can we help? You know, we know the the standard answers of, you know, it's all going to work out and Jesus loves you and all of that. But what can we really do to help each other? The first word that comes to mind is just love. Mm-hmm. Just love each other and a genuine love. And honestly, I think that goes a long way is just if you think about them, it's okay to 
to pick up a phone and call them. Yeah. Um, if you think about them, it's okay to run something by a simple Circle K drink or, you know, whatever. Um, just to know that you are thinking of them and love them. And I think that everybody, no matter what situation we're in, it's good to know that you're loved. Yeah. Love is usually the answer, right? Yeah, it and, is. And, and, you know, we, we can't, we shouldn't be afraid to love that. That's something that we all know how to do. We can do that. You know, we can right. love, um, and just, and just show that, that, that that's fantastic. So Misty, thanks for coming on and being willing to share your story. Uh, there's a lot more things that we could talk about, but, um, I love what you shared and I know that it will help someone, you know, if someone's out there struggling, listen to what Misty has said and trust Heavenly Father and, and you'll, you'll be able to get through it and you'll see miracles in your life. So Misty, I always like to ask one final question. How have you seen and felt God as your partner in motherhood? Well, like I said before, I, I had good, good days and bad days. Right. And, um, and I, like I said, I think that's okay. I think that I am definitely more aware of the good days because I have had the bad days of not believing and not, you know, the anger. And so when I, when I have those good times and I feel that, that he's there, that, that I can build on that. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. And, um, I get so emotional. I hope, I, I think that I'm probably the one that cries the most on your podcast. I am so grateful for having me father. And what he's blessed me with. And I'm so grateful that I have him to lean on at times of hardship and and good and know that he's there. Not always can you hear him when you want him, mm-hmm. but he will be there at a time that you're that may be unexpected if you truly listen and you truly look back and think he was there for me and you, you look at the positive. Yes, so true. And I love what you say that it's okay to have bad days. And, you know, take those good days and build your, re- build your reserves, build up your faith. And it's okay to have bad days too. It, you know, everybody does. It's, um, you know, I think that we, we don't know what's going on inside other people's homes and we don't see everybody's bad days, but we all have them and, and it's okay. Um, you know, your story, your story shows it's okay. If you feel angry with God, work through it and keep trusting him and, and you'll come out the other side. And it don't don't feel bad about being emotional. I I love that you're so <laughs> willing <laughs> that you're so willing to share and and I know I know that your story will help someone else. So thank you so much. Well, thanks for having me. I know you have a million things to do, and I'm grateful you took the time to listen to today's podcast. I hope the episode helped you to know God is your partner in motherhood. For show notes, head over to spirituallymindedmom.com. For more motherhood inspiration, follow along on Instagram, at spirituallymindedmom. And if you enjoyed the podcast, share it with a friend. I would love it if you would leave a review and rate it on iTunes. This helps more moms to find hope, joy, and God's hand in motherhood. Have an amazing day, and remember, you are doing God's work, and you are doing it wonderfully well.